Hello, and welcome to UFO Party Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Julia. And we are on episode 13, first season, which is Beyond the Sea. Yeah, this was... Oh, this was a sad one, but a good one. It's a creepy one. It's a sad one. There's a lot of elements going on. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's a lot. It was a lot, but it's a great episode and I'm really excited. Um, Yes. But how are you doing? I'm great. I have a little bit of a headache because allergies and period and such, but yeah, you know, whatever. I can manage it. Yeah, um, I'm pretty much in that boat, too. I have had a sinus headache since I woke up, and yep. every day that I've woken up since, like, last yep. week, basically. <laughs> pretty oh. much every day this week, I've just woken up and been like, oh, this is what we're doing again. So, if I sound super nasally and annoying, um, or if my voice sounds weird at all, I really don't know what it sounds like, but I know that Remember? I can't really hear myself, so... I remember when we, I think it was one of the last times we recorded in person and we were both just so like, sick. <laughs> so yeah. like snotty and disgusting. And we were oh just my like, God. excuse me, sorry, we have to sneeze again. <laughs> oh, so funny. Oh, I miss those days. I miss, yeah, I really, really miss recording in person. I, yeah, <sighs> I can't wait to have at least like a little home office where I can record in just a couple days but what I really want is just to like watch X-Files together and then be able to record together and like drink some like hard kombucha and just chill oh yeah I forgot about that damn kombucha maybe have some snacks yeah I really miss (laughs) having like now I'm just getting selfish right because like now I'm like well I can like go see my friends as long as we're like having a fire and trying to stay like safe distances away but then I'm like but I just want to sit on a couch with my friends and watch a movie and eat snacks and not have to worry about like oh we're sharing out of the same bowl (laughs) to be fair you could sit on one side of the couch and I could sit on the complete other side of the couch and that's more than six feet that is true that that's so, very true yeah <laughs> so we might have an option maybe i don't yeah. know how we would record we definitely couldn't record on my phone no but no but i don't know we'll figure it out yeah but i mean next week i will be literally in the process of moving so i am gonna be really scatterbrained for a while because i it's hate totally living okay. in boxes and I hate moving, so. Yeah. We will yeah, see. It's, it's funny because um, Derek keeps wanting to come on the podcast, and I'm like, I think that'll be something better if we're all doing it in person together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because already I the mean, two t- of us trying to, like, have a <laughs> conversation <just> <laughs> without seeing each other is really difficult, so. Yeah, I was just going to say, already we talk over each other, but then I almost just talked over you, so I was like, yeah. no, don't do that. Um, yeah, no, especially because I, I, it's hard enough, but I at least know, like, social cues from you, even without being, like, I know you, and I know how we would have a conversation usually, yeah. so it's, like, a little bit easier. Yeah. 
but I really do want to start having guests on the podcast. I was, I've been talking about it with pretty much anyone that'll listen, but, um, I think that there's a lot of cool alien shit happening and it would be really fun if we had someone who maybe not necessarily like loves the x-files but is like really into ufos and aliens and can talk to us about it but will still like watch the episode with us um i think that'd be really fun yeah wait this is dylan's first like go at watching x-files right yeah yep so he is um he has never seen I think he's like two behind us, so he's okay. he's only seen like a couple of episodes so far. We should have them both on at the same time. That would be really funny. Dylan's never seen it, and Derek watched it when it was like on TV. Oh yes, that would be so fun. No, that would be really fun. I would love that, and yeah. I I mean I just want to have people on anyways. I think it would be great because like we don't know that much about aliens we just love the x-files so like i think it would be really cool to have someone who's like have you heard of this and it's like no what are you talking about yeah i mean i think i mentioned in the first episode like i still don't even know if i like hardcore believe in aliens and anytime someone like learns that about me and knows how much i love (laughs) x-files they're like what the fuck right and also i'm gonna call myself out right now very few people know this, but I've never even seen like the alien movies. And at like this point, like actually alien, you mean? Yeah. Okay. At the, like at this point, I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do it because I'll just write it out because I love the reaction I get from people. Oh Jesus! And you yell at me for Star Wars? I can't. Yeah, but like you don't, you're not into like Star Wars adjacent things, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, Alien freaked me out. To the point where I never wanted to watch any of them ever again. Yeah. I it saw was very a scary. Predator movie, which also confuses oh, God, people. I, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And I've seen... She's got like full body chills, actually. <laughs> I just noticed I have a bruise on my toe. My oh. poor toe. What did I do to you? Anyway. <laughs> um, The only part of Alien that I like know about is from... Have you been to Disney World, like, ever? Yeah. Um, do you remember that movie ride at MGM Studios? The movie ride? Yeah, they, like, go through different scenes of, like, really important movies in, like, terms of the movie industry. I don't think so. Okay. I th- seriously think that that ride has now been taken down, but there was an alien part of that, and it always would scare me until I, like went recently as you know the only time i've been as an adult (laughs) right didn't scare me but i at least know like that much so okay i know what it's about i know details i've just never seen it okay fair enough (laughs) um just to confirm i did look up the great movie ride definitely have never seen it but it did close in 2017 so yeah it was so much fun yeah i Um, love rides like that before we get into the actual episode two, I really wanted to talk because I don't know if you saw that there was another um, pretty popular UFO uh, sighting. And I did not hear. Please, please enlighten. The newest 
trending on Twitter thing is that there was a UFO that was spotted by like thousands of people in Brazil. Um, according to a lot of people, it was over near Rio de Janeiro, um, like a little bit north of that. And thousands of people in Brazil recorded this happening and they all were like, this is a UFO. Um, and this happened on Wednesday. So May 20th. Um, and like, it was trending on Twitter. A bunch of famous people, like randomly, Davy Muse from Vanna, like tweeted it, and oh was like, God. "This is real." And I was like, "This is so random." Um, but then there was a second video of it reportedly being like shot down, and people see it falling out of the sky. Um, and now, like a ton of the tweets are gone. A lot of the <gasps> news reports even from when i first heard about it on wednesday and i searched it there were so many more reports and they're all gone um oh that's disgusting and yeah there there was only one article that i could find on it like that was even semi um not not like a super trash news reporting um but like when I searched the other day, there was, like, it was on, like, even, like, CNN and, like, stuff like that. Not, probably not CNN, but CNEN, <laughs> I think. But, like, either way, like, pretty, like, reputable news sources. And now, like, I can only find it on, like, daysdigital.com, like, just, like, very, and, like, on YouTube. Um, and everything is just gone. And, That's uh. wild. Yeah, and and they took like basically like all of the Reddit posts down too. And the yeah. Fuck? There is a video um but this article says that it looks like a colander. So it like looks a colander? Yeah, like, like a strainer. Yeah. Um I don't know. So it it's like kind of like the um jersey devil video where it's like a very underwhelming video but oh jeez! <laughs> but the ones that i saw at first were not like this like at all okay and it's like the just this one is supposed to be the like it's a video that's supposed to be after they shot it down and it was a like on the ground um after falling and it does, it just looks like a colander. Just just looks like a strainer to me. Um, but the ones that are, in the, like, shot in the sky that, like, thousands of people recorded, those looked really crazy. So, but they're gone now. They're all gone. Hmm. So, That's so weird. much for the government trying to tell us about UFOs, huh? Yeah, I read somewhere, or I guess... Maybe heard it on a podcast because I think other podcasts that I listen to talk about alien shit. Um, they said that that was old videos. It was just like the only new thing was that the government was like, here you go, even though. Oh, yeah. No, I what, knew they're that. from like 2017. Yeah. So they were originally okay. released by the um, Tom DeLong's company. Um, yeah. So. 
the what was what is that called stars and mm, uh stars academy mm. stars and space academy whatever um sorry love you tom DeLong. i'm so sorry <laughs> um but yeah so that was a those were videos that were originally released by him and then um were then like re-released with the government basically just saying like yeah these are like not not real and that's pretty yeah. much all they gave us also sorry it's to the stars academy okay we were close yeah very sorry about that <laughs> um so yeah kind of crazy and i think it's it's really fun like like we both said like neither of us are really sure how we feel about aliens and and what we think about ufos or especially not i mean my understanding has always been like i think that there's something out there i don't know why they would want to come here though yeah um so it is really interesting to see such a like big increase i think in like social media attention and like just kind of like more mainstream whereas like normally it's just like okay dude like go put your tinfoil hat on like sure you saw a ufo you know and i think that we've seen kind of a shift and it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here yeah i will say and i don't know if people are going to agree with me on this i do think it's kind of in the same trend as like witchcraft getting like being on the rise because i think since (laughs) our um world is so shitty right now people just want something else to believe in i just Um, want to believe well like honestly yeah but that's like i don't think there are bad things to be trending like if they're giving people like peace of mind or just getting people to think outside the box i don't see anything wrong with that you know yeah no i don't i don't think it's i mean i don't think it's harmful (laughs) no so don't practice witchcraft without learning about it please stop putting hexes on your exes it's dumb it's dumb (laughs) it's dumb and dangerous okay should we get into this hell yeah all right let's go uh i am like so happy with this episode for probably many other reasons than you are (laughs) yeah um so yeah so we start off like with like a pretty cold opening right we're just like mm-hmm. right into it it's christmas time it's christmas time and we have scully having dinner with her parents and her dad is putting the angel on the tree hold on because i paused and i screamed because scully's dad is major briggs from twin peaks Okay. Which I know you don't know. <laughs> He's like a really big, important, like low key part of the series. So I, That's really I think funny. the actor died a little bit before the return came out, like the season that happened 25 years later. So hey, I was just like very thrilled to see him because he is an angel. He's just like, I feel like the actor is probably as sweet as like all of his characters are. But I, like, actually audibly screamed. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I was very excited. I mean, no, that is pretty cool. Especially, obviously, like, everyone, um, 
the the overlaps between both Twin Peaks and X Files and their fandoms are huge. Yeah, um, I'm in some ways a bad X File fan because I don't really watch Twin Peaks, but I don't you know they're X Files fan. There are plenty of people that are like, "Fuck X Files! I only love Twin Peaks, and they did it better." And it's like they're not even doing the same thing. But okay, no, they're not doing the same. They're just like a little in tandem with each other. Which is cool. And I, yeah. I think it is cool. So, like, something like that where it's like, oh, like, Scully's dad being in Twin Peaks is really fun. Yeah. I mean, David Duchovny was in Twin Peaks. That's how I found Twin Peaks. Oh. Yeah. Um, he plays a woman named Denise. <laughs> like, it's as, like, a, like, one-off kind of thing? Um, so, he was, I think, in two episodes in the second season and then he came back in the return season. Wow. Still playing a woman. Um, it was a little strange. Oh. I don't think it necessarily... There's a siren. I'm so sorry if you can hear that. I, yeah, I mean, I, just, I can. But that's okay. So it's fine. Who cares? Yeah. Why would we need peace and quiet? <laughs> <sighs> Anyways. Okay. Back to <laughs> the episode. Um yes <laughs> yeah it's christmas time they're like about to leave <sighs> they have the cutest nicknames for each other oh really i hated it oh my God. <laughs> i hate i pretty much hate <sighs> almost everything about scully and her dad's relationship like actually or you're just saying that because i think I just it's so cute that? you actually don't like it no <sighs> He calls her a Starbuck, which is so fucking cute because as we will learn, I think Dana and her family, this probably came from her dad, really into Moby Dick. So yes, Starbuck yep. is a character in Moby Dick and then Scully's little doggie's name is Queequeg, which is also from Moby Dick. So she's like, oh my God, I love this so much. It's adorable. It like fully put a smile on my face. I mean... I guess the nicknames are kind of nice, but, like, their relationship was pretty weird. Their... Okay, how so? I... He is just, like... I mean, I feel, like, bad. Like, one, Scully turns into, like, a totally different person when she's around her dad. She's just, like... Her, like, voice goes up an octave, and she's just, like... Oh, see it. Good, good sailing, Ahab. And it's, like, who who's this wait i'm sorry and like he's just like so stern and disapproving and like her mom needs to like remind him to like hey like pretend to care about your daughter's life for a second please that's the way i saw it i was i didn't read it that way at all oh i'm sorry (laughs) maybe that's my own shit going through i don't know like so how do you feel about this that's her regular voice, and she lowers it an octave while she's at work because she wants to be taken more seriously. That's fair. That could be fair. Um, mm-hmm. She didn't talk that way in front of her sister or whoever that person was in, like, the other episode where, like, she doesn't... We've, we've seen her out of work. We've seen her on dates. We've seen her and... Yeah, but maybe, like, she being around her parents that. is a little different. Than like her sister in in like a party environment, yeah. And I think 
her mom being like, hey, ask her about work isn't like uh, reminding him to inquire about her life, but trying to like get some insight on like how work is going because I think she knows that like she has a crush on Mulder. That's how I like. Wow. I (laughs) I did not. I don't. I mean, we both already we both know from a previous from the like the first episode that her parents were disappointed when she joined the FBI and they wanted her to be a medical doctor. So when her mom is like pushing him to be like ask her about work, it's like he's like, oh, like because he I read it as him basically being like disappointed in her and unhappy with her career choice to the point that he won't even ask her how it's going like it felt really selfish to me but she's still a medical doctor yeah but we already know and she's like a grown-ass woman yes but we (laughs) already know whatever the fuck she wants sorry yeah (laughs) but we already know from the first episode she says my parents thought i was rebelling by by going into the fbi we already know that they were disappointed by that choice and now he can't even ask her how her fucking job is? I don't know. I I just <laughs> didn't. Maybe I, like, have too much hope in their relationship. But oh. also, it's short-lived anyways. But I also feel like she knew that she wasn't going to see him anytime soon after this. Really? Yeah. Because she was, like, a little longing and, like... I think when your parents are a certain age, you start being like, okay, I have to, like, make this count because what if I don't see them? Like, like what if this is the last time I see them or whatever? And I think she might have been playing into that a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. Very different perspectives. Well, that's why there's two of us. <laughs> Write in and let, let, uh, let us know what your perspective of Scully's relationship with her father is. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter anymore because plot twist, he dies. Jesus Christ, Julia. Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, like, that's, yeah, that's the next thing that happens. So I guess we can go there. Um, I mean, like, it's it's not, it, like, kind of is because this is, like, another very Twin Peaks scene that we get. Um, she falls asleep on the couch and she wakes up to a, a very strange commercial about balding men. Um, <laughs> I love it. But her father is sitting in a chair and he's speaking to her but she can't hear anything he's saying and i was just like oh my god yeah that was so creepy david lynch in a in like a split second so creepy and i hate that like instead of being even a little bit scared skelly is just like hey dad like what are you doing and it's like well she was probably like that sleepy like like, yeah that's sleepy delusional like when you first wake up especially from a fucking nap (laughs) yeah no that was a weird terrifying scene though i loved it i loved it so much god um but yeah then the phone rings she turns around he's gone and it's her sister oh i thought it was her mom i don't remember i think it's her mom yeah um but he died of a heart attack. Yes. Um, about an hour earlier. Yeah. So before... He died before she's having this vision of him. Um, yeah. So, I mean, ghost. So, yeah, ghost, obviously. Um, 
poor Scully. Yeah. I mean, regardless of how I feel about their relationship, that's still your dad. Yeah, it, like, pulled out some feels in me. It's so... It is a really sad scene, and this whole episode's pretty sad, but... Yeah. You know. But we get a lot of character development for Scully. Which, yes. Like, yeah, this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, for a, and especially because this is technically still a monster of the week story. So it's like not it barely as low. It barely is, right? <laughs> I guess it's only monster in the week in the fact that the like the um, it doesn't have to do with the whole alien arc of the story. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess not. I would say this is loosely a monster of the week. I I mean, we never yeah. see um, Luther Boggs, who we'll get into more later, but, like, we never see him again, obviously. So yeah. I guess that's where they're saying it's a monster of the week, but, like, I There's mean, a case for them to solve. <laughs> I would, I mean, yeah, and it's like there's there's things that happen in this episode that obviously, like, translate into other episodes. Like, we do go back and talk about Scully's dad in other episodes again. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, to say it's a monster of the week, it, it does kind of fit into the bigger mythology, like, of the whole show. Right. But whatever. If that's what they want to classify it as. Um, But yeah, so we go from there to quick turn into a scene in Raleigh, North Carolina. (laughs) No. What? Raleigh. (laughs) Raleigh. Raleigh? Raleigh. Raleigh. Yeah. Raleigh? No. Hmm. Okay. As if it was spelled R-O-L-L-Y. Raleigh. I'm only doing Raleigh. this because this is the kind of treatment I got when I moved up here about not knowing how to say Pawtucket or Worcester. <laughs> because okay. my, my parents still call it Pawtucket. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean. It's cute, but it's wrong. <laughs> it's okay. Dylan, Dylan says Woonsocket. Weird. He basically says, "What do you mean?" He says, "Like one socket, like I don't know, like like the number one." Um, I don't know. I wish he was Dylan, not far baby. Away. What is you doing? I don't know. I gotta have him say it, otherwise I can't remember it. Every time he <laughs> says, I just know that every time he says it, which is a lot, like <laughs> I'm like, "Why did you just say that?" Like, what? One socket. Oh. Although That's I do cute. know people who are like one socket like or like wind socket and there's no high in it no wind socket but it's like it's like a mix of both it's one socket yeah anyways what a <laughs> trash place i can't believe i just spent five minutes talking about it amazing i mean raleigh's not that great either so you're not never been mitching much yeah you're fine mitching much <laughs> i did <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're not mitching much. <laughs> okay, get I serious. have allergies. I have allergies. Oh God, that's gonna be a terrible excuse. That's just gonna be my like blanket excuse for anything now. Sorry, I can't think of that word. I have allergies. Yeah, I mean that's it's why like I when... can't talk. 
when Christine from and that's why we drink goes English isn't my first language which I did that to someone and they were like wait really and I was like never no. mind you're not in on the joke okay. never mind goodbye yikes <laughs> anyways yeah there's two teens making out in the woods which we always know in a car up badly yeah yeah I mean this is a scene that has been done a million times literally yeah. right like what what did anyone think was going to happen except for a cop coming to knock on the window? Of course. That's what happens. Yeah. And a cop that where, like, you can't see his face. Yeah. So he's, like, shining a light and he's like, get out of the car. But, like, I mean, as soon as he does, you're like, wait, this doesn't feel normal. You know? Because a cop would normally just be like, all right, guys, like, get the fuck home. Come on. Yeah. I get mean, out of here. He's good on the kid for being, like... Like, when the cop was like, I need some ID. He was like, um, no, I need some ID, you little shit. Like, I mean, the kid should have never should gotten... to cops. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Life yep. lessons. Um, yep. He should have never have gotten, gotten out of the car. Of the car. Right. I would have been like, no, if you're really a cop, which is my paranoid female brain being like, okay, you can follow me until we get to, like, a gas station where there are other people. And then if you want to arrest me, yeah. fine. But why am I getting out of the car? No. There's no one around here. This isn't happening. Bye. Well, also, you're... I mean, at least I know when you're driving, you're well in your rights to, like, wait until you are in, like, a well-lit area or, like, a public area for your own safety. I don't know how much it works when you're, like... Act, I mean, yeah, you'd be actively <laughs> running away, right? <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, it it would be a stretch, but the worst thing that could happen, really, is if it was really a cop, he would just follow them. Yeah. You know, he's not going to, like, run them off the road for, like, you know, making out in the woods. Not a big deal. Fine. (sighs) Yeah. But, no. And, so this This poor kid. This is a bad cop. (laughs) This is a bad cop. And not the way that we normally say bad cops in X-Files. In the way that he's not a fucking cop. At all. No. Nope. He's a a bad dude. He's He's just a bad dude. And we know that because he's wearing khakis. And khakis or jeans? Oh, wait. Is he wearing, like... I think boat he's wearing shoes jeans and, like, and yeah, jeans. Boat shoes. Yeah. Or uh, like I think Sperry's. I just I was like he's wearing boat shoes so he's obviously also wearing <laughs> khakis. No, the pants are, are brown and then the boat shoes are blue. That's that's where the dyslexia kicks in. Yes, that's it. <laughs> but either either way, he is not wearing a cop's uniform. Um and this is kind of the most graphic scene that we've had in like a while yeah it's like actually pretty graphic like i mean it's it's like not but it's like scarier than other x-file episodes i don't know like he just like takes the kid's head and just like boom hits it against the window and this poor girl is in there and like sees like the blood splatter and like i don't know it hit me i was like i was like wow that's kind of a lot for x-files yeah, we watched the newest Halloween movie yesterday, um, so my tolerance for gore is very high right now. Nice. <laughs> or even just, like, 
violence because you see everything and yeah for sure it's excessive so yeah but that's just not something that we're used to seeing right now in x-files no. like no definitely even, not like they're even Did when we someone blood? yeah we had blood yeah that's what i'm saying like it was intense yeah, yeah it was a lot <laughs> that would have been terrifying to me as a child i mean i guess that's why it like came on a little bit later so children weren't necessarily watching it except... oh right we already discussed that i was not supposed to be watching x-files yes, yes. <laughs> so it's not their fault <laughs> this is why sweetheart <laughs> yes that's true but regardless so yeah he poor kid just he tried to do the right thing but yeah the next scene i have something that i really like <laughs> i know what it is but i'm gonna let you take it go ahead um so they're back in Mulder's office in washington dc and Mulder's like reading something very intently and scully fucking calls him out on his porn problem and she goes yep. the last time you were so engrossed in something it was the adult video news <laughs> which what exactly is the adult video news i don't understand I don't know, I guess, like, is it news drama. about porn yeah i mean do you remember when like all that shit about like james dean came out with stoya like that was adult video news am i alone in this right now <laughs> yeah i'm really okay. sorry well james dean is a bad man he's also jewish really? but he's a yeah, he's a bad man. We're not going to hmm. get into it, but... Okay, well, that's just good to know. You can look it know. up later. <laughs> sure. Maybe don't, because then his porn will just pop up. I'll just... He's still allowed to make text. porn? Okay, I, yeah. please help me. I'm so naive. I mean, whatever. I don't care. But either way, yeah, Mulder, <laughs> Mulder got caught watching some porn. Yeah. I just love every time it gets brought up, because I feel like they're... It's, like, such a small detail that they're, like hammering in a little bit at a time right and then all just, of a sudden it's like in your face and it's just like it's whoa so funny. i think it's so funny but it's like still subtle enough that like you could totally like i mean i didn't know that the, obviously as a way too young child i missed all of them i was like wait yeah. what what are you talking yeah. about and then i rewatched it <laughs> and i don't even think it was until like someone told me and then i was like what are you talking about yeah and they were like Mulder's porn addiction and I was like um hmm I'm sorry what (laughs) one episode I think it's either in this season or the next season where I think Scully is like pet sitting his fish or something um but he fully goes it's like um hey the videos in the VHS player just ignore them they're not mine and it's like dude come on (laughs) yeah spud you live alone (laughs) yeah they're oh, your no. fishes your fish is watching porn okay <laughs> um yeah i really loved that line though yeah scully is getting bold yeah. she doesn't care anymore but i i mean very scully of her to go back to work literally the next day right after yeah. her dad has died i and, mean i get it because she does yeah. mention she's like i need to like get I my mind off things yeah. yeah which is totally fair um but she's like yeah like I'm I'm just gonna keep going, which is very Scully of her. Yeah. Um, we have a very very sweet moment between the two of them. Yeah, and he just uh, so he holds her face. Uh, oh my god, you it's can do so it. I can. sweet. And he just like brushes her hair back, and he 
And he goes, I'm really sorry about your dad, Dana. And she looks at him. She's like, Dana. (laughs) She's like, that is not my name. I'm like, what? Why can't they just kiss already? Why does it take eight fucking seasons for them to have one kiss? So, so long of a wait for such a little reward. So messed up. Not even real because it's a New Year's Eve kiss. So sad. Sorry to spoil for eight (laughs) seasons, but. Um. Yeah. No, (sighs) this is a really sweet moment. Poor Mulder also just doesn't know like what to do. He's just like, oh wait, shit, you're always okay. Like, and you're pretending you're okay, but I don't trust it, and I don't know how to react to you right now. Yeah, but, like, that's, like, that good, good character development we're getting, finally. Yes. For real. And, like, a little bit for Mulder, too, because then we get to see how he handles Scully when she's, like, not okay instead of vice versa. Yeah. So, I mean, this whole episode, too, we have, like, a complete reversal of roles, right? Just for this episode, that's it. But it's enough to be, like... like, my last note. Yeah. It's... It's the whole point of the episode besides being like, oh, and you know what? Let's make Scully a little bit more human. Her dad died. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, after Scully is like, no, I'm in it here. Like, um, I want to do this. Um, basically, Mulder's like, okay, well, here's the thing. Like, we have Luther Lee Boggs, which definitely just sounds like a super, like a super villain. I mean, if that's not a southern ass name, I think I feel like everyone in the South's middle name is Lee. Yeah, yeah, especially okay. like men, boys. Sure, you know, for General Lee, woo. Ah, uh, yes, that yep. southern <laughs> history. I don't, I don't know anything about. Um, but. Isn't that like the most serial killer ass name? Luther oh, Lee wait, Boggs. Okay. Can I tell you a fun thing that I was gonna wait until later, obviously? Sure, yeah, obviously. Um, so his name and the other name that we're gonna get into, which is Lucas Henry, um, they purposely had similar names to that of Henry Lee Lucas. The serial That's killer. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, we got half of it, and then we got the other half. That's really fun, because something in my brain was going, like, what is happening here? What is happening here? I know this name. Wow. Yeah, for a little bit, I was like, why are they both named Luther? (laughs) Because, like, they're just so similar that my brain just kept going, like, molding them into the same name. Luther and his partner, Luther Jr. I was like, what the fuck? I can't. But we find out that he is... um, obviously born to be a serial killer with that name but he is a prisoner on death row and he claim oh wait wait we should probably say so um (laughs) fuck it's okay they're trying to obviously find the two kids that were making out in the car um they're still missing and the crime looks exactly like a crime that happened a year before at Duke University, I believe it was. Yeah, which is basically in Raleigh. Okay. Um, so, like, 
pretty much same situation and in that case they were both kidnapped and then found a week later dead um yeah and they don't think that they killed them until like that last day so they are basically like like, we have five days to make sure that these kids are still alive yeah we have a copycat killer on our hands you know with the same exact name apparently (laughs) ah yes (laughs) the truest copycat the same person (laughs) the same man (laughs) a clone yes I mean, yeah. that would be very fitting of X-Files to throw a clone in there. Oh, God. A clone serial killer? How annoying would that be? <laughs> God damn it. I hate X-Files sometimes. Because I just know that that's something they would be like, that sounds cool. Let's do that. Yep. But yeah, he is not... I'm Okay. But... So, Mulder is explaining that he has... He knows that there's a connection between the killings and Luther Lee Boggs because Luther... It or Boggs, we're not gonna call him fucking Luther. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, let's just call them by their last names. Yeah, Boggs is a prisoner on death row. Um, he's about to be executed, like what in like seven days from then or something, like or maybe yeah, even six, whatever. A week, which yeah. is when they need to find the, the teens by. Yeah, and he is claiming that he has information about the kidnappings because he claims that he is psychic. And Mulder (laughs) fucking hates this guy because he um, was the one that put him away in the first place. And he, Mulder basically, like, I feel like doesn't think that anyone is purely evil, but he clearly believes that Boggs is actually just evil. Yeah. So, like, Mulder kind of says, he's like, he killed every pet in his housing complex at six years old and then he killed his entire family like extended family and all like killed killed everyone at like a holiday dinner i think and then went to go watch the rest of the football game so Mulder is like this is a bad dude (laughs) and he's like he kills because he likes it not because of like childhood trauma or society or anything he is pure evil and i fucking hate him yeah and so Scully's like, okay, I'm in. I will be going to Raleigh with you yep, right after but... my dad's funeral. Yep, which is at noon. I don't know why I remember that, but yes, it is. Yeah, and he's like, mm, what the fuck? You should probably like not. <laughs> yeah, come like you should take time off. And she's like, no, no, just gonna be a little busy bee and keep working. Yeah, and we also find out, right, from um, Mulder that, so, um, Boggs had been on death row before. He was almost executed. He was put in the chair, and then at the last minute, he was able to get out of it because he, what, because he claimed that he had information? Yeah. Um, and so they didn't end up killing him. And he claims that from being in the chair, he had like a near death ex- experience that turned him into a psychic. Cool, dude. <laughs> Which is wild. Yeah. Um, how about we take a break? Because we're already at 45 minutes. And oh last week's episode was almost an hour and a half. I'm so sorry. We're definitely going to have a repeat of that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is All a right. big one. All right, yep. let's take a break. All right. And we're, we're back. back. Woo. Hello. 
All right, let's power through this so the same thing doesn't actually happen. Yes. Probably I mean, I think will. it will. Um, <laughs> there is a lot to talk about in this episode. That's but... okay. I feel like people like when things are um, interesting and long rather than... Are you... Aaron. What? <laughs> are you laughing at what I think you're laughing at? No, it's... Are you going to make that some... Um... That are you? <laughs> I'm sorry, I have allergies. <laughs> um, Ew, that was the ugliest laugh I've ever had on here. Oh no. Um, <laughs> no, I was not making that sexual. If that's what you're thinking. Okay. All right, that's we're good like then. Only something you would do because you have a mind of a 12 year old. Listen, I at least I know that because. Of course, people prefer when it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I listen to some boring ass podcasts sometimes. Weird. They're like too dry. It's painful. All right. Anyways, yep. Um, yeah. So we get to um, the saddest funeral, and by saddest, I mean like it's wild. They're just throwing him off a boat, basically. Before this, um, when they're back in Mulder's office, Scully picks up an X-File that she's looking for that's um, titled, where is it? Visionary Encounters of the Dead. Ooh. Yeah. Good catch. Yeah. Wow. I just thought it was interesting because like, it's really like they are flip-flopping fully. Wow, that's a really good catch. I did not get that one. Yay. But yeah, Can't they're at the... my bingo sheet. Dang. Oh, X-Files bingo would be so much fun. It would be so much fun. Damn. All right. We got more ideas to do. Um, yeah, this funeral's fucking Rough. sad. Yeah. It's bleak. It's... There's like five people and they're all just staring at this random, like person just (laughs) throwing him off a boat yeah i mean her mom did say that like that's what he wanted yep um and are they singing or playing beyond the sea i think they're playing beyond the sea okay which is now stuck in my head oh god what a song Um, to have stuck in your head yeah i mean i don't mind i kind of like it but (laughs) Her but. mom says that that was the song that was playing when he got home from something. Some, some military thing. <laughs> some Navy thing. thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hence the namesake of the episode, so. Yeah. And it becomes important later on, so. Right. I had um, to mention it. So this is another, like, point where I'm just like, oh my god, poor Scully. And you can interpret it i bet you will interpret it different actually (laughs) but scully looks at her mom which seems like a bad time to do it but she's like hey like i know that you guys wanted me to be a medical doctor and not in the fbi but do you think dad was was he at all proud of me and instead of being like yeah of course he was proud of you he like he loves you like whatever she she just says, he was your father, which I know is supposed to be comforting, but to me felt, like, not comforting at all. Yeah, I mean, 
I totally get why you see it that way, but I agree more with like a like and of course he's proud of you. He was your father sentiment. Right. Yeah. Sure. Um yeah, she just she's very bleak. I also will get more into this because we do get to see more of Scully's mom. I fucking do not like that woman at all. At yeah. All. Oh my god. So like maybe I was already having this like premise of like god, I fucking hate this lady. Yeah. You know? So like I already pretty much interpret everything that she says says and does <laughs> as kind of like a bitchy thing cuz she is not the easiest woman. Um well, but, she is her mother. <laughs> yeah. That was bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, but either way, we go from that to um, the prison in, in Raleigh. Yep. Where um, we get a close-up of <laughs> Bog's sick, sick knuckle tats, bruh. Kiss, One knuckle kill. says, yeah, kiss and kill. Like, dude. What? Uh, he is whom? so unsettling. Oh, yeah. His nose is leaking during this? Yeah. Like, why? I think it's, it's like snotting. To, yeah. Just dripping like a faucet, though. It's disgusting. He looks so greasy and smelly and gross, and I know he's been in prison for, like, years and years, so, like, that's kind of what happens, but, like, he is so unsettling. The only thing that I don't think that he has is, like, the only thing that could have made him creepier for me was if he had, like, really gross teeth. Yeah, so, like, maybe he also has allergies? He what? (laughs) And maybe he also has allergies. He has allergies. No, that's why he's snotting. Probably that's basically <laughs> what I look like. Ask Dylan. It's like so disgusting. Um. Anyways, so Mulder <laughs> tries to test out his psychic abilities. Yeah. Um. By handing him a piece of fabric that he t- tells Boggs is from the crime site yep right or yeah like one of the victims i think yeah um and boggs is like f- freaking out and honestly just sounds like he's doing slam poetry oh. like yeah. i couldn't concentrate yeah. on it because it just sounds like he's a bad slam poet waterfall water no angel yeah, yeah, that's pretty much him. He's being summoned. Yeah. Um, so he's, like, freaking out. And then Mulder called him out because he's like, um, that was a scrap from my own New York Knicks t-shirt. And then just, like, bounces out and leaves. He's like, <laughs> fuck you, you're not psychic, bitch. Um, but then Scully stays there because she can hear him singing beyond the sea to himself mm-hmm. and she's like wait what the fuck and i think she turns around and then he's like physically appearing as her father right and then asks if she re- received his message and i think she- what he goes did you receive did you my, get message, my message Starbuck? Starbuck? yeah which is like fucking creepy Total so she's chills. like oh. she she screams yeah that did not make me feel good no 
Um, yeah. Do you, did you ever watch Mindhunter? Yes. This episode is very yeah. like, Mindhunter-esque. Yeah. No, um, I was thinking the same exact thing. Like, just the, the interview style, yep. the like doubling down and kind of like trying to trick to get information and stuff like that like very very interesting but um <sighs> why did that show get fucking canceled i'm so mad at it. we can't even talk God. about it i will okay. talk about it for Moving 20 on. minutes no yes i'm so mad but i will say um so the actor brad uh Dorif, i believe it is that plays oh my god i wrote him down Fox. too he is i mean really really amazing so his portrayal of Boggs is so fucking scary. So I was looking up his IMDb because he looks very familiar to me. Yeah. And um, speaking of Halloween, <laughs> he was in Rob Zombie's Halloween movies. Really? Yeah. Which, um, sorry, mom. Um, they hold a special place in my heart because those were the first R-rated movies that I snuck into. Well, the first one. The second yeah. one I was old enough to see and was terrible. Um, but yeah, he plays the deputy or the sheriff in the Rob wow. Zombie Halloween movies. Yeah. That's so fun. Okay, well, I'm going to go into a little bit of a um, rabbit hole with that one. But yeah, I, th- I mean, I just think he did such an amazing job with this one yeah. and i will say too that they actually um had to go like over their budget for this episode because they wanted him so bad and like I mean, chris carter paid off yeah chris carter like freaked the fuck out he was like i'm so happy yay oh i yeah. like how <laughs> you always have budget information <laughs> I know. Well, for some reason, like, Wikipedia and, like, a bunch of sources are just, like, really into how much they spent on each episode. But I think it was fun because, like, they, like, almost – he had to get, like, permission to be able to offer uh, Brad Dorif more money. And so they almost didn't have him on the show because Fox was like, mm, no. Nah. But Chris Carter was like, plead, plead. Um, and they did it, and it ends up being one of Chris Carter's favorite episodes and one of Scully's favorite episodes. Obviously, not Scully, Jillian Anderson. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so fun fact. Sick. Yeah, he did a great job. Yes. Yeah, so from there, though, we go, and Scully's driving home, and she makes so many dumb decisions in, like, five minutes. It's insane. Um, but it's so good. Is it, though? I mean, yeah, yes, because is, I mean, this is kind it, of Scully. one of those highlighted moments where you really get to see that, like, they have switched roles for this episode. Yeah, and she because really does believe this guy. She's driving, and like Aaron said earlier, he said something about, like, waterfall, water's falling, but it's not. And she looks up, and there's a hotel called the Niagara Falls Hotel. And then right across from it is an angel statue. And he said something about, like, an angel of stone. So she's like, holy shit. Okay, whatever. Um, Not, like, whatever. But that's, like, too coincidental. And then she pulls around to, I guess, like, an alley beside that hotel. And there is an opening that's lit. And she goes in, which was stupid of her to go in by herself will give you that and Mulder like yells at her for it later but she finds like 
basically a fucking like set up for a crime scene ritual yeah yeah so, so she, they, was, she finds she like what it. a necklace from the girl right yeah so i mean at some point they were there they're not there anymore but it also could have been a complete setup that could have lured scully there and had her kidnapped or killed so yeah definitely shouldn't have done that like by herself but and kind of like crack the code scully does one of the most unscully things ever and she lies on the police report mm-hmm. and she says that she what just had she saw that she saw um suspicious activity, activity. yeah why was that so hard for me to say i don't know allergies oh, yeah um, yeah i mean wow dana scully not following the rules and it. lying on a police report i love it so much and then so she goes to Mulder, and she's really she's not being truthful with Mulder. she still hasn't told him that like she saw a vision of her father at any point she she really just is not being like honest and open with Mulder, which we all know every good relationship needs honest communication. <laughs> it's never well, going to work if you guys can't communicate. Okay, but to be fair, she probably thought that he would have been like, Scully, you need to go home. Like, you're not acting like yourself. Right. Which, like, he, like, kind of says later in, like, little words, yeah. but that's probably why doesn't excuse it but yeah i mean Mulder does turn into he starts off strong he is clearly mad at her because he was worried he's like i can't believe you put yourself in that situation like you could have been killed and he kind of yells at her and that is justified and then he goes a little bit further and he kind of is just being a little bit of a bitch um <laughs> but then he gets all sassy right because when is Mulder not um, and he's like, you know, you lied in that police report because you can't fucking handle them thinking that you will leave Boggs because that's something that I would do, right? He's like, they expect that from Spooky Mulder, but not Dana Scully. Yeah. And he's kind of in a lot of ways just being like, you know, like, like, fuck you. <laughs> like he's pissed and i think he's more pissed that scully is still not even admitting to people like like he's kind of like at least i own my shit what are you doing you're just lying like that's not cool i think he was really upset that she clearly does believe in bogs but she's just doubling down and being like no i don't but then is lying to Mulder and everyone about it why are we reading this episode so fucking differently? <laughs> yeah? Like, I think he's just pissed in general because she's not acting like herself, mainly due to, like, the trauma of losing her father. But, like, if that's what it takes to get her there, like, on his belief level, I don't think he's super, like, I don't think he's pissed about it. I think he's just, like that's not you like we kind of need to like dig deeper into what's actually going on hmm i just thought like he was like wow like you literally finally believe and it's someone that i have told you multiple times is lying to you and like what he's kind of like feels betrayed he's like 
of all of the X-Files, why Boggs? Why do you believe this man? Because, again, she has not told him what Boggs has done. So Mulder does not know those things. Yeah, but it's like one of those, or I mean, especially right now, like, you don't care until it's relative to you. Right. Yeah. Um, But, you know, at the end, like, Scully still continues kind of to lie to Mulder, and she's like, she just explains it as, she's like, well, I guess I'm just upset about my father. You know, she doesn't say, like, I believe Boggs because he, like, can basically he he told me things that he shouldn't know and and he's i'm seeing visions of my father or whatever but she just kind of because she knows that Mulder can't say anything after that right i mean maybe she's trying to like figure it out in her own head before mentioning it to him sure i mean i'm sure she is kind of struggling with it because she's probably like wait why do i believe this guy like yeah is am i okay but either way um they're kind of like, all right, we're, we got to fix this, right? So they're running out of time, and this is such a fun part, the fake newspaper. Yeah. I love it. So they decide to print a fake newspaper to be able to give to Boggs to trick him into thinking that the kids have been rescued. Um, and it's a, go- it's a good idea. Again, very Mindhunter, very yeah. sneaky. And it looks very realistic. And they kind of, they know that, like, they think that they have him cornered. Because if he sees that article, they're hoping that he will call his accomplice. Because obviously he's not the one doing all the murders or the the torturing or anything like that. Because he's in jail. So they're like, well, maybe he will contact his accomplice. And um, and then we'll this know who he's wild. working with. Yes. This part is absolutely I wild. actually screamed. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, The first of all, the fake newspaper is really, like, I love that idea. It's really good. But then, <laughs> it's so chilling. I, like, screamed at this part because Boggs just goes in, right? And he reads the newspaper, and then, like, two hours later, he has his weekly phone call, right? Yep. And he just looks straight at the fucking camera. (laughs) And he is so so creepy. And he just starts calling someone. And Mulder's like, turn that off. Where's that ringing coming from? Like, turn it off. And they're like, bro, that's you. So he fucking calls Mulder. And just calls (sighs) his bluff and is like, good try. God. But like not even like good try. He what is he? He says, um he's like, why don't like, you be- why don't you yeah. believe me? Scully believes me. Yeah. And Mulder's like, no, Scully doesn't believe you. We all think you're full of shit, basically. So I don't know. Yeah. That was pretty wild. But, of course, also, Scully feels called out, which you can yeah. kind of tell in her face. She's like, ooh, but I do. She's like, oh, shit, um, okay. Yeah, so obviously Scully is like, 
Tully basically is like, listen, we're not going to get anywhere without him. We need to work with him because whether or not he's trying to set us up, like he's the only person that has information. So we need to go with this. Yep. Um, and so she is able to go on these like very vague clues, right? To um, basically set up at a warehouse i believe it is um and they um they go to grab the the couple um and they find them right but then the kidnappers holding the couple in a boathouse or like a boat yeah because oh my god what is it he before they go on the mission um boggs is like doing another slam poetry session yes and tells Mulder to stay away from the white cross or else he's there will yeah, be blood with the blood or dripping down or something yeah. like that yeah um so yeah they're like searching Mulder goes off on his own and he noticed like a light and some movement on a boathouse and he goes or he shoots, but then before he shoots, he's getting shot. So Mulder, Mulder gets shot. Yes, which is terrifying. <sighs> um, it's so sad. And but he, I mean, he's fine. But yeah. and thankfully, well, Scully the, doesn't know that. Yeah, Scully's terrified, which is yeah. why it's so sad. Um, yeah. And I think she does like. Obviously, the thought of losing Mulder after losing her father is like terrifying to her yeah um and she does react in like a lot of ways where it's just like oh wow she really really loves this person um yeah and she looks up and where is Mulder near he's near a fucking white cross cross that's now covered in blood yep like bruh what the fuck i know it's crazy right um i'm uncomfortable yeah so thankfully the girl is rescued at least um so we have her but the boyfriend is still um, with the kidnapper, and they escaped. So yeah. Mulder and the girl both go to the hospital, and then Scully visits Boggs again. Um, and this time... Oh, she's she, fucking amped. Oh, yeah. She's, she's taking, like, no shit, though. First of all, she, like, screams at him Love and is this. like... I, like, will fucking kill you if Mulder gets killed because of your bullshit. Like, I, if he dies, I will make sure you go straight to hell. And I was like, oh, okay. I love this she part. She had I was some like, words. Yeah. yeah. She went off. But then she very quickly crumbled. Um, as we all do when we are grieving something very major. But, yeah, so he basically she's like i don't trust you i don't like i don't think so right and this is where he tells her a story of his of her own childhood right yeah so she's like yeah i don't believe you whatever and then she he he tells a story of scully sneaking out of her house at 14 And saying that, like, she knew that her father would be terrified. And then, 
or not terrified. Her father would kill her if he knew. But um, yeah, because she was smoking she sto- one of her mom's. Yeah, c- she stole cigarettes. one of her mom's cigarettes, and she was yeah. outside and like just doing bad things, which is so unlike Scully. Um, but this just, I mean, obviously freaks out Scully in a way where it's like, wow. I mean, well, like, yeah, that's because, like, terrifying. What? How could she... And she tries to play it off, but she's really bad at it. She's like, that could have been anyone's story. Mm. Yeah, but, like, how else would that fucking happen? Right. Unless, like, him having a little bit of psych... Uh, psychic abilities. There we go. Yeah. My brain was searching. Um, And Scully's basically, like... She says that she'll believe Boggs if she can speak to her father. She's and like, then I he's still like, you're not don't... speaking to anyone unless we have a deal. And I was like, you fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. And and he kind of goes on. He says that he's claimed he's seen hell um, and it's cold, dark place. And she he kind of tries to taunt her and, and is like, you know, that's where your father is. That's where Mulder's going. And if you keep lying to me, that's where you'll be, too. Um, and she's like, no, fuck you. Like you might be going to hell, and and we all we do know at this point too that Scully's pretty religious. So like, yeah, him saying that is like definitely upsetting to her. Um, but eventually she, um, she is able to like she did try to make a deal, right? So apparently, like that's, um, that's enough for him. Yeah. Basically, because he he does know. He's like, I know that you tried. Even though there's no deal, like, I'm still going to give you the information. And he starts talking about the Blue Devil Blue, the D- Blue Devil Brewery, right? Yeah. Um, Blue Devils are the mascot for um, Duke University. Okay. Yes. Um, wow, my southern knowledge is really coming into play here. I, I know. I, I knew you were going to be excited about this one. I'm not excited. Because <laughs> you just love the South so much. I hate this. My ex-girlfriend <laughs> went to um, college in Raleigh. That's the only reason I've Raleigh. been there. <sighs> um, <laughs> but, so, and Boggs also kind of warns Scully, right? He's like, avoid the Blue Devil. Yeah. But, like, and so it kind of sounds like he's saying, like, don't go to the brewery, but, like, then we find out that he actually was kind of protecting her. Yeah. Which I she felt... She acknowledges later. She does... Fo- yeah. So, basically, I mean, she goes there. She, um, she follows his advice. With a team advice, this time. <laughs> with a team, not by herself, thankfully. And she is chasing the kidnapper, um, and he ends up like there's a basically like a bridge or like a like a wooden kind of wait 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 what they get in there she shoots him in the fucking chest and then oh, this true. Yeah, dumbass he idiot is like axe. yeah he's he just runs like why would you run after being shot in the chest like you're eventually gonna slow down or even if you do get away, you're gonna leak some fucking blood, dude. Like they're gonna find you. I mean, yeah. I think you that he is dumb. Um I think she actually shot his hand so that he couldn't throw the axe. Okay. But either way, I mean yeah. Upper upper region. Yeah. I mean she just a shot him in the leg. Chest wound is gonna be a way bigger thing, but like Yeah. Um 
a flesh wound. <laughs> a flesh wound. Sorry, my um, mind just went to Monty Python like so hard. I can't. Um, no. But, yeah, he does just try to run away, and Scully chases him, and then there's just this, like, bridge that he's going over, and there's a painted blue devil on the back, and he falls to his death. He gets what he fucking deserves. Yes. So, um, I will say here, so there's been, um, some people have said that there's, like, a parallel between Scully um and um or there there's a parallel between scully in this episode and clarice starling of silence and yep. of the lambs yeah i and saw I, that i felt like this was they said it was like because um there was like basically just like a, a trust right between both like scully and um and Boggs. And Boggs, and then Versus Clarice, Clarice and Hannibal, yeah. and like there is that point right in in Silence of the Lambs where Hannibal Lecter is has every ability to kill Clarice if he wants to, but she's like he wouldn't because he like um she like knows that he like in a way cares about her and like would somehow separate killing her versus um like anyone else i think and 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 obviously like they're both fbi agents and they're both like very smart women um they also both overshare um on like a lot of details that they shouldn't be kind of telling um a actual serial killer but they do yeah I mean, it, it's funny because um, when writing this episode, they were, like, hoping to escape those comparisons. Right. But, yeah, like, it's I did just see that. unavoidable. Um, yeah. And, I mean, I do think they did a really good job of changing because I think originally, right, um, Boggs was supposed to be more of a, a Hannibal Lecter, like, serious, um, very, like, gathered and... Um, and like professional not professional but, but like more composed and yes thank intelligent. you intelligent and instead they kind of went this other route because fox wouldn't air the episode because they were like no this is too much like hannibal lecter yeah and is so science of the land a fox movie or I like a competitor movie um because i i know i don't know if this applies to tv but um in movies theaters you can only show fuck what are they called previews of other movies that are approved by the company that produced the movie oh really um yeah yeah i don't know who the like um who the company was that i i mean i don't think it's like fox or anything but um can we get a movie expert up in here please please help (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i mean yeah i don't know hard telling but either way they they definitely didn't want to get sued so they were like no that's not gonna work um so they did try to make boggs more sporadic and kind of like all over the place he definitely doesn't come off as like composed or intelligent even though i mean i think he is intelligent but he he definitely comes off as more of like a scattered 
deranged type of person yeah um to avoid those those kind of similarities but i mean it still didn't work because you have scully um but i like it and then yeah so she does kind of go back to um to boggs and is like you saved my life so that's wild um and he's like listen i'm gonna die but if you want to hear your father's message come to my execution and i will i'll tell you um and like somehow they kind of make you feel almost bad for boggs yeah i mean i think that's the point which is wild because um you know scully decides to visit Mulder in the hospital instead and yeah we got a good ending scene yes um yeah so but we do have a scene right of boggs getting executed and all the souls of everyone he's killed is going back into him because he killed way too many fucking people yeah a little nasty man um (laughs) and he looks though and he's looking for scully and she's not there and Mulder's kind of like didn't you want to know and now scully switches completely and she's like oh yeah no i think it was all fake and it's like, what? Well, no, what does she say? Because she's like, that's this is when she brings up, like, well, he was my father. So, like, she's going back to what her mom said. Like, well, she already knows because yes. he's her dad. Right, yeah. Um, she but gets before it. that, Mulder's like, wait, you just got all this evidence that Boggs is really a psychic, and now you're saying you don't believe it anymore? Well, she and... says she wants to believe, but she's just scared. Yes, yeah, she's like, you know, she basically is like, she didn't go to the execution because she knew what would be said, um, because, she, you know, she was like, I, did, I didn't need to hear it from him, I, I knew what my father wanted to tell me, and Mulder's like, why? Um, and she's just like, or like, or how do you know that? And she's like, he was my father. And then I was like... Oh, that is nice. Mm-hmm. I still don't like the way that her mom said it, but I like that Scully was able to find her own peace in it, you know? Yeah. And I then, felt like that was really important. Is Mulder holding her face again? I'm or is she holding sure. his? It was a good, like, exit scene. I don't I love them so really much. know. But it was all around a very uh, heartfelt episode. Yeah. And... You know, they're, like, they're just so good to each other, and and it is really, it's nice, because, like, we have, um, you know, we always see, like, Scully, like, getting Mulder out of shit and, like, helping him, right? And yeah. then to have, like, Scully go through this emotional thing, but then, like, Mulder's there for her, and then, like, Mulder gets shot, so then, like, Scully is then, like, in turn like there for him because she's like comforting him at the hospital and it's just really nice it's more like an even pull type of thing rather than yeah yay and it just shows that like scully doesn't always have to be the serious 
one, she can she can take a minute and not be okay too. And like Mulder still has her back. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I wanted to talk about and like the fun facts and trivia thing, um, they like were really heavily influenced in this episode because they kept getting complaints that mold not molder sorry that scully was too quote unquote uptight and bitchy oh so So we had to make her more relatable yeah they said we needed an episode where scully came off as something besides a wet blanket (sighs) she needed an episode where she believed Wow. Yeah. So, like, that's why it's so, like, heavily character development for her. Yeah. Um, even if it is kind of a temporary character development, right? I mean, but I, I do think there is a, a switch where she, she, every episode is getting a little bit more and more used to the idea that this could be a thing. Yeah. And she is understanding more like where Mulder's coming from because she she understands like she was so afraid to tell the police what why she really went into that warehouse because she understands now a little bit of how Mulder has been mocked his whole life but still believes in it you know yep but anyways that's it that's episode 13 and next week we have gender bender I love this episode. Yes, it's a good one. I don't um, remember if it will age well. Yes, true. Have not watched it in a while, but let's see. Yep. Yep. Um but yeah, so there we are. And um please like and subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, who cares, MySpace. I don't <laughs> If we had a MySpace. I'll do it. I I would love us. Um, Also, if you want to email us at ufopartypod at gmail.com, email us your alien stories. Yeah, that would be awesome. UFO stories, alien stories. If you have a weird X-File, either like a good memory of X-Files or an (laughs) X-File moment or anything, really, we don't care. Yeah, I mean, we want to start doing, like, a listener's episode type thing, but we kind of can't do that without um, participation from you guys. Yeah, but anyways, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Stay spooky.